0: Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of bladder cancer found under the oncology section at MedBullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 65-year-old man presents to his primary care physician after noticing blood in his urine. He reports that his urinary stream is normal, but notices blood at the end of urination. He denies any abdominal pain dysuria, or urinary frequency or urgency. Medical history is unremarkable. He smokes one pack of cigarettes daily for the past 35 years. Physical exam is unremarkable. Urinalysis demonstrates a large red blood cell count with normal red blood cell morphology. He eventually undergoes cystoscopy, which demonstrates a protruding mass from the bladder wall. Let's continue with an introduction to bladder cancer. As a general overview, Remember that for malignancy of the bladder, the predominant histologic type is transitional cell carcinoma, which makes up about 90% of cases. And bladder cancers can be superficial, meaning that they are non-muscle invasive, muscle invasive, and metastatic in nature. Risk factors include smoking, nitrosamines, aniline dyes, phenacetin, cyclophosphamide, and Schistosoma hematobium which typically leads to squamous cell carcinoma of the bladder. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms may include painless hematuria. This can be microscopic or grossly visible, and hematuria occurring towards the end of voiding typically suggests a bladder neck or prostatic urethra source. There may also be irritative voiding symptoms such as urinary urgency, frequency, and dysuria, and some patients may have the presence of pain which suggests invasive, and or metastatic disease. In terms of further imaging, cystoscopy is indicated as the gold standard for the initial diagnosis and staging of bladder cancer. It helps to assess if the bladder cancer is muscle-invasive or not, and it expedites treatment for non-muscle-invasive bladder cancer. CT of the abdomen and pelvis is indicated with and without contrast and is considered the imaging study of choice to evaluate the local extent of disease and to assess the renal pelvis and ureters. In terms of further studies, urinalysis is indicated to evaluate for the presence of blood in the urine. The morphology of the red blood cells suggests its source. Normal-shaped red blood cells suggest an extra renal bleeding source, like the bladder. Other indications for cystoscopy include abnormal bladder imaging, abnormal urine cytology, obstructive symptoms with a possible tumor, stricture, or stone, recurrent UTIs, and hematuria with no glomerular disease. Urine cytology is indicated in combination with cystoscopy to determine if there is a carcinoma in situ and the presence of upper urinary tract lesions. In terms of the differential, make sure to think about prostate cancer, with differentiating factors being that this will present with an elevated prostate-specific antigen, and patients may have a nodular or irregular prostate on digital rectal exam. In terms of treatment, surgical options include transurethral resection of the bladder, or a TURB-T. This is indicated as the initial treatment of non-muscle invasive bladder tumors, and it provides histological confirmation of bladder cancer. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to bladder cancer, let's walk through some questions to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For the first question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 68-year-old man presents to the emergency department with discolored urine. He first noticed occasional red-tinted urine three months ago, but this week it has happened more frequently. He was in a motor vehicle accident four months ago. He denies abdominal pain, back pain, leg swelling, or difficulty voiding. He has a history of chronic obstructive pulmonary disease and benign prostatic hyperplasia. His medications include tamsulosin and a multivitamin. He has smoked one pack per day for 35 years and drinks one to two beers daily. His temperature is 97.4 degrees Fahrenheit or 36.3 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 140 over 80, pulse is 72 beats per minute, and respirations are 17 breaths per minute. On exam, his heart rate and rhythm are regular, and he has end expiratory wheezes bilaterally. Urinalysis reveals red blood cells with no casts. Abdominal CT is obtained, which demonstrates a mass extending from the bladder wall into the lumen. Which of the following is the most appropriate next step in management? And the answer choices are, choice 1, abdominal MRI, choice 2, cystoscopy, choice 3, renal biopsy, choice 4, retrograde urethrogram, or choice 5, surgery. The best answer to this question is, choice two, cystoscopy. This patient has new onset painless hematuria and evidence of a bladder mass on abdominal CT scan suggestive of bladder cancer. The next step in management is a cystoscopy for tissue sampling and diagnosis. Bladder cancer is the most common type of urothelial cancer, which involves the epithelial lining of the urinary tract. Risk factors for bladder cancer include male sex, history of smoking or exposure to carcinogens, chronic infections, and cyclophosphamide. Patients typically present with painless hematuria throughout micturition with irritative voiding symptoms. The majority of cancers are transitional cell carcinomas. Urinalysis demonstrates red blood cells without casts, which rules out glomerular causes of hematuria, and CT urography and cystoscopy are indicated for the initial diagnosis and staging. Treatment of urethelial cancers involves surgical resection with neoadjuvant chemotherapy and or radiation. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Abdominal MRI is used to stage bladder cancers after cystoscopy and cytology have confirmed the diagnosis. The patient requires diagnosis of the bladder mass first. Choice 3. Renal biopsy is used to evaluate the cause of suspected glomerulonephritis. Although glomerulonephritis may present with painless hematuria, urinalysis would demonstrate red blood cell casts and proteinuria along with red blood cells. Choice 4. Retrograde urethrogram is used to evaluate urethral tumors. The mass identified on CT in this patient is localized to the bladder wall. Choice 5. Surgery is indicated as definitive treatment for bladder cancer. The mass identified on CT in this patient must be sampled and diagnosed prior to surgery. Finally, a bullet summary. Patients that present with painless hematuria with evidence of a bladder mass must undergo cystoscopy in order to diagnose and stage the lesion. For the second question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 65-year-old previously healthy man presents to the primary care physician with the chief complaint of red-colored urine over the past month. He states that he does not experience dysuria. On physical exam, there is no cost of vertebral angle tenderness. With this presentation, which is the most likely cause of this patient's hematuria? And the answer choices are, choice one, bladder tumor, choice two, renal cell carcinoma, choice three, bacteria, choice four, urinary tract infection, or choice five, urethral injury. The best answer to this question is, Choice 1. Bladder tumor. In patients over the age of 40, a bladder tumor is the most likely cause of the development of painless hematuria. Transitional cell, squamous cell, and adenocarcinoma of the bladder are the three types of malignancies that can arise from the bladder. They often present in later stages, with the patient having microscopic or gross hematuria. It is unlikely that a mass will be palpated. However, abdominal pain and dysuria can be associated with a large mass. Smoking is associated with the development of transitional cell carcinoma. Treatment varies based on the extent of disease. The publication by Thaler and Wang reviews the evaluation of asymptomatic hematuria in adults. Routine screening in adults is not warranted because of the intermittent occurrence of this finding. Microscopic hematuria associated with anticoagulation therapy is a concerning sign and must be evaluated further. The publication by Jimbo discusses the management of hematuria from the perspective of a primary care physician. He places the importance on first determining whether the patient is experiencing true hematuria and then referring the patient to the correct specialty for further evaluation. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice two. Renal cell carcinoma is the second most common cause of painless hematuria in this age group. Choice three. Consuming large quantities of beets can turn the urine red, but is unlikely without a history of beet consumption. Choice 4. Pain is usually associated with a urinary tract infection, and it is unlikely to result in hematuria. Choice 5. This patient has no history of a traumatic injury. That's all for this review about bladder cancer. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. A daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you consider leaving us a five star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here, on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.